Welcome to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner, and today my guests are Beth O'Hara and Dr. Tom Moorcroft. We recently collaborated on the reversing mast cell activation and histamine intolerance, and we go through both Beth and Tom's journey and their amazing practices and insights in this really thoughtful, amazing summit. I know there's so many summits out there, but I really feel that this one is going to really be so unique and really be a wonderful uh, shortcut to uh, the healing journey that you're on. So I hope you enjoy this podcast with Beth O'Hara and Dr. Tom Warcroft. Thank you so much for doing this and having us. And it's been a a joy to do this with both of you. Um, I was so happy to not do it alone and just have the energy that you brought, I think really elevated our entire summit. Thank you. Yeah. I know it's so nice. I I want to echo what Beth said that together, you know, we can really make a huge difference in the world and, and, you know, we don't have to do this alone. And I think that that's one of the most inspirational things I learned from all the speakers is that they all had the same message. You know, we were coming at it from different perspectives, coming together to give our listeners, you know, this hope and that we are in it together. And that's really where the energy of lifting sort of that rising tide lifts all boats that so many of our friends talk about all the time. And I was trying not to say that, but it's like, it is, it's like (laughs) together we can make this huge difference. So thanks for having us and thanks for being a part of the team. Yeah, absolutely. And I echo those, you know, my saying that I say with my team is faster alone, farther together, and we can't do this alone. I think that we all see patients and we're all in the trenches all the time. And I know that we not only work with expertise that we hold in the treatment room, but we enlist, you know, our colleagues and our friends and are always trying to further our knowledge and insight to help um, the patients who are in front of us and we're so honored to treat. So let's dive in, if you will. So I, um, before we go into this amazing summit that is just going to be so impactful to your knowledge and hopefully get you more on the road to recovery than where you are today, um, I just want to share a little bit about both Beth and Tom's background. So you just hear their expertise and how they really felt inspired to put the summit on. So Beth, let's start with you. You have a whole practice around seeing the most sensitive of the sensitive of the sensitive, you know, patients. And I know, you know, so much about this patient community and I'm just so grateful. There's so much more knowledge and tools to treat them because that's half the battle, right? With people who are going through um, mast cell activation and histamine intolerance, we may know what's, you know, what's going on with their physiology, but it's a whole other art to actually treat these patients and walk them to wellness. So Beth, Tell us a little bit about you. Well, that that is what we're known for is the super, super sensitive people. And that comes out of my own journey of having been that person. So some people who know my story know that I had severe mold toxicity and tick-borne infections from a young age, and then a traumatic brain injury at nine. I was kicked in the head by a horse. And I had all these mast cell symptoms come up, but we didn't have any name for we didn't have a name for mass activation syndrome then. It wasn't even in the theoretical phases at that point. But I'd have hives and itching and uh, severe insomnia, severe anxiety. And by the time I got through college, I was actually en route to go to medical school. I wanted to go to neurology. And I had uh, multiple scholarship offers. I was so sick, I had to turn them all down and become a chronically ill patient. 
and my health just kept deteriorating and exhausted everything traditional medicine had. I tried holistic medicine. I did homeopathy. Everything was backfiring. I did 10 years of therapy because I've been told so often that everything was in my head because my blood work looked normal. I thought, well, it can't hurt. Got lots of great coping mechanisms for dealing with the severe pain and the suffering I was in, but it didn't reduce my symptoms. And by the time I was 28, my friends were out clubbing. I was wearing orthopedic shoes and could barely hobble with a cane. Um, It was like walking on ground glass constantly in my joints. And then I didn't sleep for about four years. And I was told, you can't go more than about a week without sleep. Well, that's not true. Um, I went four years. It was horrible. Uh, and things deteriorated to where I couldn't tolerate even a sprinkle of quercetin, a sprinkle of curcumin. It would inflame me. It would make me even more anxious. It would make the insomnia even worse. And I had significant Bartonella and the mold toxicity affecting my nervous system and it had a number of traumas that hadn't been addressed, like the the kick by the horse. I was unconscious for over half an hour. I thought I was going to die. Um, and I did leave my body and, and then came back. But all of that to say, I, I definitely understand what it's like to, to live with these conditions. Now, when I was going through all of this, I was the most sensitive person by far I knew. I didn't know anyone else with this level of health issues. But of course, what we know today is that mass activation syndrome, the population studies pre-COVID showed that up to 17% of the general population were dealing with this. We even have a new population study post-COVID, and we know that all these people developed mass activation since COVID. But I came out of it. There were some huge things that made a big difference. And then uh, I got my life back. I actually went back to graduate school later in life and I got a master's in marriage and family therapy and then a doctorate in naturopathy. And I wanted to tie together those, what we call psychoneuroimmunology, but the mind, the nervous system, the immune system, all of those links. And that's the big key for sensitive people, as we know here. And that's what the clinic was born out of, MassCell 360, is my... What I wish had existed when I was suffering, and I saw over 75 practitioners, and until I got to Neil Nathan, who's my dear friend and close mentor now, no one knew what to do with me, Uh, but I made huge strides forward. Like I said, I I got, even before I met him, I got my life back, I built the practice, and uh, I can go hiking, I can wear heels, I don't wear them often, but I'm so excited to have heels. I have a whole collection of heels because I missed that in my earlier years. <laughs> and I can eat in restaurants. I mean, I was down to 10 foods at one point, if you didn't count seasonings. And um, now I can travel, I can eat in restaurants, I can do all kinds of things. I have a full life. I still have to take good care of my health. And my my passion is to help other people struggling with these things and to know that they can get their lives back too, that there is hope, like Tom said, there's a huge amount of hope. And what's amazing to me is coming out of where no one had any clue what I was dealing with 20 years ago, we have all of these practitioners and we have all these speakers on this summit who are working with this, who know how to work with it, who have all of these gems and tools. And um, like I said, it was such a delight to do this with both of you. And bring your wisdom and knowledge into it. And my, my, the, you know, the real driving passion for this is that having gone through the nightmare I went through 
And I stopped counting at over $350,000 I spent trying to recover my health, which is a lot of money. I mean, that was every penny got poured into that over 20 years. Um, we don't have to do that anymore. People can get better. I see people with severe mass cell activation better within two to three years sometimes, really complex four to five years. And people coming to the summit, there's a lot of nuggets in there for them. So if we can take these journeys that we've all been on, and I know you've both had your intense journeys as well, and then help other people and, and pay it forward in that way, then it brings meaning to that nightmare that we walk through and we can save other people from that depth of suffering. Well, thank you for sharing such a heartfelt mission. And yes, when you experience what you've gone through, and I just love that you're able to share this story that you've gone through with such depth of insight and perspective and here to, I mean, look at how healthy you are and how beautiful and how you know, living a really, um, you know, yeah, really like full life, right? And what happens when you're in the depths of this illness is you can't even see your way out, right? And I had a patient the other day, we were reflecting, we we're celebrating. It was our three-year mark of working together. I'm not saying it was, you know, like a lot of a magic pill and, you know, we we know how to just solve everything in a moment, even though I'm still open to spontaneous healing. I feel that she reflected back to me something that I said that I didn't even realize I said at the time, but you're not going to even remember, like you're going to be on the other side of the storm at one point. This is not who you are for the rest of your life, right? This is the moment in time that you're going to even have a hard time even remembering um, when you're on the other side of this. And she didn't believe me, you know, as how would she until she kept on, you know, walking this path. And so for you to be here sharing your story and putting this amazing event to shorten the time, like I um, often say that we're in the search for the most elegant path for healing for our patients. And as the knowledge becomes more available, I think we have such a better chance to, you know, instead of this 20 year journey, right, you know, maybe it's two years, three years, you know, I really would love it for it to be like, two years at, at the most for most people, you know, by the time they get diagnosed to, you know, really returning to life, I, I challenge myself to commit to that um, if it's the path for um, our patients. So thank you. Thank you, Beth. And before we dive into the some pearls of this summit and the wisdom that you both have gained. I want to hear from Tom, Dr. Tom Moorcroft, about your journey and how you really uh, became passionate about sharing um, this information to help serve these patients. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's similar. I mean, I think, and it, I always get asked that, and then I want to start at where I got sick, but I, I've, I've realized that I, I need to rewind a little bit. And when I was a kid, I remember, like, and I'm sure many people do you kind of get the sense that the sap is flowing through the tree. You're kind of walking on the grass and you can feel the earthworms underneath the dirt, but then the people around you think you're nuts because you're that sensitive and you're just like totally connected. And then I got taught that that wasn't the way to be. And I think that that's kind of one of the setups I've seen is that disconnection from our energetic connection to the natural world that oftentimes, at least in my case, was a setup. But I had always loved being outside, and I went to college for natural resources. I wanted to save the planet, like, you know. And so I said, I talked to all these adults, and they got all into the research, but they never took action. They were too busy talking about it. And so then I said, well, who, who really is going to take action when they fall in love with the planet? I was like, oh, kids. So I started, I 
changed and started teaching children about the environment. And when I did that, I ended up getting Lyme disease. And it mm -hmm. was, my boss found me one day staring at a wall, drooling all over myself. She's like, you got to go see the doctor. And I was like, oh, I'm probably, maybe. The next day, I had this big rash that covered about a fifth of my body. And I go in and I see this guy, Dr. Toma, and he just goes, ah, classic Lyme disease. Here's your doxycycline. 10 days of this, you'll be good to go. And, you know, 10 days later, I was kind of feeling better. The first four days is I had what was like the world's worst Herxheimer, which I now know what it is, but, you know, laying on the floor, drenched in sweats and the whole nine yards and terrible body pain. I think I was like 23 and my parents actually had to carry me to the bathroom. But after that, I felt well. But then like over this next eight years, brain fog, joint pain and fatigue came back in. And so really, it was just I went to doctor after doctor after doctor, and they're like, you're depressed. I'm like, no, I'm not depressed. I've just been sick for like four years now, and no one can tell me what's wrong. Then they think you're bipolar, then you have ADHD, and then the creme de la creme of all diagnoses for me is I walked in and then said, I've got brain fog, joint pain, and fatigue. And they said, hey, you have fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue. I'm like, okay, that's a label, and you just reflected back to me what I just told you I had, and you don't give me any hope to heal. So basically, I threw up my hands, and a friend of mine handed me a yoga DVD, and I had no idea what it was, but I put it in, and it felt terrible, and, but I kept diving deeper and deeper into it, and ultimately, um, over the next two years, I did yoga, and it brought my body into a place of calm, and I was able to start to meditate, and then all of a sudden, I, I started to feel all the things I used to feel all the time, so I was less kind of at odds with my, my own existence, and my diet changed naturally, and I was feeling a lot better. Finally met some doctors who could help me get better. So from start to finish, it was basically a 13-and-a-half-year journey. Not only do I want to, like Beth was saying, shortcut how long it takes, and you were saying even to shortcut how long it takes them to get better, I want to shortcut the time it takes to get a diagnosis. Because it took me eight years to get a diagnosis. And once I had a good diagnosis, it took another four and a half to get better. So let's just shorten both sides of that, right? Because it's so important to me to just not have people suffering for that long. And, and it's interesting, Beth, you said something about I became a chronically ill patient. And that's like one of the number one things that I learned was let's not follow into those labels. Let's use them where we need them. But then let's take what the three of us have experienced and so many other people and, and show people the path where they can get the diagnosis quicker, get the treatments quicker. And the thing that really saved me in the middle of all of this was I identified with a healthy future and I saw my whole life in front of me. And I was like, I'm either going to lose it all or I'm going to go for mm -hmm. it and kicking and screaming. Even if I die, I'm going for that. And that was really the thing that switched it all and all the coincidences, so to speak, came into my life. And so I've been symptom-free for over 12 years now, and I think that that's something for a lot of us chronic Lyme people with Lyme, Babesia, yeah. and heavy metal toxicity. I can't, I can't make it come back. It's, I try hard, as I'm sure both of you know about the way I do things. So there's so much hope, guys, and that's really what I love about the summit is everyone came together to give you ways to get diagnosed sooner, ways to get treated better, and then also ways to think about and bring your mindset into it. So many people were bringing that to the table. So it's not just the latest greatest gadget or the next test. Those are all important. And also your mindset and your heart set are critical. So that's really, it's just such a well-rounded event and just so honored to be here with you too. And I just want people to know from as sick as you were, 
that today, about half the time, sometimes when I talk to you, you're out on the ski slopes and, you know, we'll video call and you've got your mask on, you know, and you're in between runs and you're incredibly physically active today. It's very athletic from somebody who had severe chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, Lyme disease, and all of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it was my dream. Like I always wanted, I love, I, I felt so alive playing outside and the sports that I do like mountain biking and hiking and skiing. It's all about, for me personally, that connection with the planet, interacting, feeling pressures coming back, being energetic and feeling grounded through my experience of nature. So whatever it is for you, you can get into that place. But it is, I mean, I, I, I keep track of it. And, you know, I want to be outside playing in one way or another, a minimum of 300 days a year. So that doesn't count my travel days because most of them are outside playing too. But I mean, just like at home. So it's just, but that nourishes me. And I literally, I could do nothing. I mean, you know, and I'm so many people understand Lyme and Babesia and heavy metal toxicity and what it sets up for you. And thankfully for me, it didn't really seem like mast cell was a thing. But back then, we didn't really, like you were saying, but we didn't even have names for it. So we just had to go with what we had and get better. So now we can really fine tune it and hone it. And I just, my, my sincerest wish for everyone is really what I realized is I didn't really want to teach kids about loving the planet. I wanted to teach everyone that their birthright was to look into their heart, find out what they're here to do and shine their light on the planet for everyone to see. Because when you do that, you take care of the planet and you take care of everyone around you. And that's really like a friend of mine says, she's a hope dealer. And that's really what we, I want to be in this summit. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I hope dealer. Haven't heard that yet. And I, <laughs> I, I think about these times, you know, before, you know, of course we dive more into the summit, what you just shared that, you know, the world is really polarized right now. The world is probably the planet is probably has more going on than when you first started trying to save it. And we can get really you know, we can get into the suffering, right? We can even not only our individual, but like the collective suffering, and we can really feel that, right? As a lot of these patients are empathetic, and they don't really know that yet, they're they're empaths and really can feel energy, not only these physical sensitivities, but these energetic sensitivities as well. And I think both of you have hit on like being from your heart and joyful and the energy that you resonate to the collective field is really some of the most profound healing that you can do for the planet. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, you know, really own that, right? And, you know, we're supposed to walk in joy here. So I know you're the interviewer, but I actually wanted to ask you if you would share a little bit about your hope for the summit and your background and what made you want to come on with us, because I want to share this with our communities too, and they may not know your story. Oh, thank you, Beth. So um, I was really honored when you approached me to want to co-host this. I know that you've had the, you know, reputation over the years to really work um, and walk with the most sensitive patients. And I have a practice of sensitive patients myself, and I have always been humbled by what sensitivity really is, right? From patients feeling a, a cell phone turn on and five rooms down to, you know, the whiff of a perfume, you know, a hundred feet away, you know, they can feel it and how there's a huge neurological response and so forth. You know, so I've seen this, right. I've been, you know, a witness to this and just, I know it's not in my patient's head. I, I've observed this. And I think about a few really moments 
one patient is coming to mind. Um, and she was that patient at a friend's clinic. She would be in the carbon filtered mask with the perfume sensitivity and trying to get her IVs and would faint that, you know, who knows at a whim. And I saw her completely shift and thriving. And she did the work of DNRS and limbic retraining. That was a big mm-hmm. part of her healing. You know, I saw the before and after of that and I was just amazed, right? And so I knew what was possible. And then I saw this increase, right, in patient population and that this is really at the heart of what we're treating now, right? And when you see, you know, how mast cells really, you know, that they're the first line in our in our system in a lot of ways, and they're just, you know, really in tune with the, the terrain of our bodies, that this is a very important part of the healing journey. And I learned a few years ago, what really changed my protocols is I actually listened to, um, I think a lecture, maybe I did with, maybe I was doing an interview with Dr. Tanya Dempsey and she said, stabilize the mast cells or treat the mast cell, you know, histamine intolerance first. Right. And we all know that there is, this is not the root cause, but it's where the dysfunction lies. And I saw such a shift. And so it became mm-hmm. a just very intrigued. So I, I just was really excited to just go with you on this journey and learn more and learn more tools for my patients. And I wanted to get this word out. Um, and then, you know, just through my own healing journey, you know, when we co- decided to co-host this t- together, I went through a lot within my own, you know, body and with my own system. And you both have been like tremendous um, supports and cheerleaders for me. And I have this like renewed sense of spirit on really, um, you know, what you both have said, like about healing, what does really true healing mean? And yes, we're giving people access to information on histamine intolerance and mast cell, but we're also giving people this empowering viewpoint of what really healing is and how we are way more powerful than anything that we even probably even have an ounce of understanding even at this point. So it's very layered for me and I'm just um, delighted to be in such amazing company and be able to share this amazing summit with the world. I think it's going to have a huge impact and the time is like perfect. I can feel the time for getting this um, information out is perfect. And we timed it with a lot of people don't know about this day, but there's Mm -hmm. actually an official International Mastocytosis and Mast Cell Diseases Day on October 20th. So we timed it. The summit is going to go live October 18th or the 24th. And um, I really wanted that time frame to honor that day, but also to honor. It takes a lot of courage both to work in this field, but also to uh, or to be a researcher in this field because you have to be on the cutting edge and um, and to walk this journey takes a huge amount of courage. So for me, also, the summit is a way to really honor everyone walking this path. I love that. I didn't I didn't know that connection yet. Um, Beth, but of course, you're so intentional about how you do things. Of course, it's perfect. I just add what I've just tuned into about this time. Like there's just the perfect time, you know, <laughs> you know of this information. So there you go. Another layer, right? So well, it's, um, it's also, Christine, it's really interesting to me because like, I think of Beth as this ultra organized, very intentional person who's very kind of like, don't take this the wrong way because I'm about to finish it in a different way. But it's like, you're kind of like, it's very calculated, right? 
And it's almost like our protocols, like we laid them out and they should be done in a certain specific way. However, like in the interview that Beth and I do, like we started to talk about all that stuff and we just went off on healing and what really spiritual healing means. And I remember very clearly when I first started following some of Beth's work, hearing about like kind of the the way you talk about mast cells as the sentinels and they're supposed to be on, but they're supposed to get a rest. And, and I wrote down as, because we've all mentioned the word sensitivity in one way or another so far. So many of our patients are sensitive, but our sensitivity is our gift. And for me, I was sensitive. The world tried to beat it out of me to make me conform. And then my illness allowed me to come back to my sensitivity. But when I came back to my sensitivity, I had all this other experience that allowed me to understand what was my natural sensitivity in a way to interact with the world and what was sort of like the hypersensitivity that had to do with illness. So I think that a lot, and, and then that's where I really got into learning about mindset because a lot of us are like, I'm really sensitive. Well, part of my sensitivity may actually be fine. And that's like a normal way to live. And I can learn how to live and walk in this world and in this crazy time we are. And then the other part may be, I might need some treatment over there. So it's kind of one of those yes ands. Like it's not that your sensitivity is bad, but I've seen so many people come over with, they have mast cell activation syndrome and m- you know, mycotoxin expo- uh, illness, Lyme and whatever. But the sensitivity within there is the gift. And it's about learning what's what and how to know that not everything that happens to you is an insult, you know, because that's where the, the mast cell dysregulation sort of, to me, from an emotional, spiritual perspective, dovetails really well. And there's just so many conversations that we, the three of us have had, and then also in the summit that really just give you the science married with the spirituality and sort of the keys to moving forward. So this is so fun. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. It's like, this is about mass cells and histamine intolerance, but there's so much depth of insight and wisdom that you're going to get tuning in. So thank you for sharing that, Tom. And Bethy, I think we're ready to dive into the summit, right? So uh, let's start with you. So obviously you're an expert and I, I mean, I love myself going through the summit creation process because I learn so much and you get this like amazing uh, perspective of interviewing all these other experts and connecting the dots and uh, sometimes just hearing things differently or gaining a clinical pearl. Uh, so I'm just curious from your perspective, just walking through maybe some highlights for you, if you want to also just maybe before we go there, if you want to introduce this summit in the sense, I know we wanted to differentiate it from another summit that was just um, out there with our dear friend, Dr. Kelly McCann, and how they're different. So when people are trying to digest all this information, how to know that too. So we could maybe start there, Beth, and then like go through the highlights. Does that sound good? That sounds great. Well, Kelly McCann is a great friend for all of us. And it was so interesting. We're talking about this is just ripe timing. She and I were actually planning summit and didn't know the other one was planning it. I just knew the summit had to happen this year. And then she knew a summit on this had to happen this year. And so when we found out, we jumped on with each other and said, okay, these are both coming out. How do we make them really different so they each are going to bring different kinds of value to people. And we went through our speaker lists and our topics, and then we would text each other about updates so that we could not have them have a lot of overlap, but make them to where they both stand alone, but they're wonderful dovetails. So if people caught her summit, which was out um, earlier in September, you definitely want to pick up this one as well. 
And her summit was a lot on uh, medical details. She did a lot of interviews with researchers in the field and wonderful information. And then ours has, like we've been talking about, a lot of practical tips for people with sensitivities, how to onboard things, how to do things in the right order of operations when you're sensitive. We talk about uh, food sensitivities a good bit, navigating food sensitivities, navigating things like Tom was talking about. You were talking about, Christine, where you're the kind of person who can feel that cell phone come on five rooms down. I'm that person. Uh, my husband mm. is an IT consultant and pretty high level. And, and, oh, and of course, right. And then I'm super sensitive. So mm. if he turns something on an additional piece of equipment across the house, I feel it. I know. And mm. so we have all kinds of tips on how do you navigate that? How do you just navigate life? And the summit's broken down into themes. So our first two days are on the really big picture, setting the context, setting the stage for the whole rest of the summit. So we talk about uh, mindset. We talk about the internal and external environment with, with your talk, Christine. I talked about how to um, really, why so many people have gotten sick with mass activation syndrome. Why is this still on the rise? What's happening globally? And that as Tom was talking about, it's not that we're victims of this. It's that we're part of this change that's happening in the world. And we're the ones that are the canaries in the coal mine. We're the ones that are sounding the alarm bell saying what we've done with our world is too toxic and we need a shift. And there's a real opportunity while for those of us who are going through this and healing to be the leaders of that shift. And I think that's what we're being called to do. So we talk about that, how to step into that from a place of empowerment. And that's what this whole mm-hmm. summit is about, is about empowering us. And I know I had so many dark days when I was sick, where, again, I was the only person I knew suffering with these things. I was, I, I thought it was just me. I thought that I was just alone in this and some weird alien on the wrong planet. And when I learned that so many other people were dealing with this, we just didn't have names for it. Now we have all these communities and we have all these providers and practitioners. But the thing that also kept me going was I knew in my bones that there was a way out. And that's what the summit is, is the way out and the bigger context of what's happening, what's going on, and how do we frame it in a way that um, comes into our spiritual calling, whatever that is. How do we, how do we bring this into a place of empowerment? So we've got this big picture. We're talking about things like their survival paradox. We're talking about self danger response. And that really lays the framework for why you put things in a certain order. Like you were talking about, you work with the mast cells first and we work with the nervous system first. And why is that? And then we're going to dive into specific details. We also have what I'm really excited about is many presentations each day, setting the background and the introduction for the topic for the day. So I hope people catch those as well, because I, I do. And you don't have to listen to all the talks if you don't want to listen to all the talks, but just catch at least those many presentations. And that'll help you decide which talks you want to dive into for where you are in your journey. And then we have, so we have um, a day on genetics and mass activation, the immune system and mass activation. 
We have a whole day on mold and mold toxicity and things like uh, brain health and how all of those tie in with mast cells. We have a whole day on food triggers and triggers like EMFs. We have a whole day on the nervous system, on anxiety, on trauma. We have a whole day on hormones in the gut and mass mm-hmm. activation. And then we have a whole day on cutting edge approaches. And our last topic, which I think is a wonderful way to end, and our last speaker is a movement for people who are um, ill and have trouble moving, how to start safely moving your body again. And it's just a nice way to get, she actually leads us through some really gentle movement. She was somebody who helped me, my Feldenkrais teacher. So I, I just am, am delighted to share this with people and hope that they enjoy it. Well, Beth, I just want to applaud you with, you know, the intention behind this information. And I just love, I mean, I just, I want people to hear like, Tom gets this, even though he's right, the feminine spirit of collaboration, right? You know, it's like this, um, hey, you're doing something great. Like, how do we just share this information and how does it work together? I just think that's just beautiful. And um, no, I just love the intention behind this information and really the what people are going to gain, right? And I think that everyone should just really think about, I mean, this is very accessible to purchase summits like these and um, to have this as the library because you might need things at different times and just, of course, get it free for the week. But I think it's really great. Um, This is a summit that is worth buying. And when you think about all the information that, you know, is, you know, coming at us, like, you know, Beth and Tom, you know, just, I think, created I, I wouldn't trying to put a number but it's beyond a number like really shortened your <laughs> learning curve in such a profound way of getting the tools and the, the treatments that you really need to uh, seek out so thank you Beth um, for creating such a, an amazing summit and um, before we go maybe I might ask you for some clinical pearls again but I really loved how you laid that all out for us Tom what were some of your highlights I mean here you are um, interviewing some of the leading experts in this field. Um, what were some of the aha moments that you had? Yeah, you know, it, it's such an honor. And I was thinking, as you were saying that, like, we're helping people shortcut their their road to health. And, you know, it's like, this shortcuts my learning curve, too. Because it's like, when you do this, you st- you get in the room, you're interviewing someone. And it just blows my mind, you know, I you know, um, talking about elect, you know, EMFs and it's, it's a huge topic, right. And how that can, um, sort of help or not help. That's probably not the right word, but anyway, impact dysregulation of mast cells and the simple things that you can do. You know, I talked with Nick Pino and he's been out there doing just such amazing work, but it's, some things are complicated, but I think everyone I talk to, especially Nick is kind of like bringing it down to something that's doable for with what you have where you're at, you know, and it's not that like you have to go crazy. Sometimes it's as simple as like Beth was referring to when her husband, you know, changes some piece of tech. It's like, I remember when I, the, the first time I ever saw, I think I've ever ran into you was I learned about turning off your Wi-Fi router. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I had like insomnia. I never had insomnia. I had insomnia. Well, I had been recovered from insomnia. All of a sudden I had two weeks of insomnia and then I slept again great until I turned the thing back on at night by accident, like we left it on. And all of our tech and stuff is in the world. But there's these little things like putting your Wi-Fi router on a timer. Like when you're chronically ill, you may be not able to remember to do it, but there's little tips like that. And then I talked to Keisha Ewers about um, trauma. And I mean, it was just from a different perspective, you know, and really diving into where the different parts like and that's what really got me thinking back to my childhood and i've always mentioned when i talk to people 
that part of my story, but I never really highlighted it. Like where they, where I just kind of followed what someone, what was working for someone else. And with Keisha's work, we go back and we look at that and then we find ways to empower ourselves. So that's a really powerful one. And everyone I talk to, I mean, we just, everybody's got a really step-by-step way that they think that's unique to them that they share with us a way of thinking. And I think that's what's so powerful is you may not need everything each person has to say, but you get the little EMF tidbit, you get the trauma tidbit, there's another trauma tidbit. And, oh, how do we use low-dose naltrexone or LDA or LDI in a healing protocol? Just hearing it from somebody else's perspective and then and and, and their clinical experiences is really helpful. So I, I had a blast. I mean, I talked to Siobhan Sharna about, you know, gut health and and SIBO, but it's like all these things... I'm thinking like, oh, this is good for this person I know and this patient. Oh, and this other thing. So there's something in this for everyone. And, you know, and the order in which some particular person may need it might be different. But that's really the empowering part. And when I think about the schedule Beth has put together and the whole team is like, I feel like it's more of a healing journey. And mm-hmm. I would really invite people because like, I just want to go through every single person. And so every all my friends that I interviewed, I didn't mention your name. Don't worry. <laughs> it's such yeah. an action-packed schedule, you know. But it's kind of like you're going to show up and just I invite everyone to show up open heart, open mind with a beginner's mind. Because essentially, that's where I think it comes from. I had to go back and learn to just be open like a child again and apply the adult experiences I'd had in that that sort of background knowledge, but just show up because Beth has really put it together in a way that links you. You'll get the right information from the right person at the right time. And then by the time you're done at the end, it's all going to come together. And uh, speaking of Neil, one of the best things I ever heard, and I know that several people kind of touch on in the summit, he said we were working on a patient together and they kept asking more and more and more questions. And he goes, you know what? We have enough to work on until next time. You have enough for today. And so if you're watching and you're like getting that information overload, pick the thing that resonates most with you, check in with yourself, check in with any providers you're working with and apply one thing and take a step forward. Because all of this applies at some point potentially, but you don't have, it's not like you're supposed to do it all at once. And that's what I, everyone I talked to was like, find the next step. And then take that step. Because when you take one step, then you take another step and another. Now you're gaining momentum and you're, you are so worth it. And if I can impart mm-hmm. any one thing to people is you are so worth it and you deserve to heal. So receive the information that this summit has for you. Don't try to go out and get someone else's lesson. Receive that thing and take action on it. Honor it because that's what's going to catapult you um, for your quantum leap in healing. Mm. Love that quantum leap. That's what we're all about here, right? <laughs> oh, and can I can I throw one thing into like when you said earlier about spontaneous healing? I yeah. think it's so interesting. And quantum leaps are all these things. What I've learned, I've studied quantum leaps with Mary Morrissey, Bob Proctor, Joe Dispenza. Just let's just start keep name dropping because we ha- there's tons of them out there, right? We've all studied with so many people. But for me, the spontaneous healing is when you say yes to yourself and you make the first step and change. Because in an instant, you can change it. And then sometimes the thing about manifestation is that if you truly trust, you have complete and utter blind faith that the universe, when you're in alignment with it, is going to bring what you need next, it may not show up to the millisecond before you need it. 
And that's real, really where miracles occur, when we have complete faith in that healing power within us. So get in touch with that vibrational frequency of love and sit there with it and then just receive this information and then you'll be able to know what you need to do next. And that's spontaneous healing for me. Oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I, I think that's really an important insight. So thank you, Tom. Beth, going back to you, just any, you know, ahas that you had during your interviews. And so many, it, I have pages of notes, I don't have time for them all, but there were, there are a few that really I want to share with people right now. One was that just uh, Tom's been hitting on it, but I got so much inspiration talking with people. And even this being what I do day in and day out and have studied in depth for a long time, whether we're practitioners or we're dealing with this ourselves, we need inspiration. We need to stay inspired. We need to stay encouraged through this journey. And I got a lot of inspiration. And I think other people get that too. On some practical tips, just some ones that are just at the tip of my tongue, Jill Krista turned me on to an herb called Gotu Cola, and we did a whole talk on mass activation in children and how to work with children. And she talked a lot about things like teas, putting herbs in to soups, and how to get things in so you're not giving them another gummy laden with sugar, you're not having to give them things that they are bitter and they just hate, and then they hate taking anything. But how do you do it in a way that's fun for them? And how do you engage them? But that go-to cola herb has been one of my go-tos and uh, make teas out of it. And then um, you can have little tea ceremonies with your kids, but go-to cola is so wonderful for neural inflammation. So that's one of the things that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, one that was... I. Uh, just a big one for me that's really important to me because of the sheer just massive toxic load I've had in my life is the role of mast cells in cancer. And we talked about that with uh, Dr. Eli- um, Isaac Elias and prevention and ways to prevent, not just supplement wise. And we talked about that a good bit, but he talked also about mindset. He talked about intention and he talked about the, the emotional healing and all of that goes into cancer healing and cancer prevention. I think that's such an important topic for people. Mm. Another one that's been quite a game changer in my practice is the role of B1 in the nervous system mm. signaling and being able to get B1 on board, which is tricky in sensitive people. And so that talk with Dr. Chandler Mars has tons of tips. We talk about the cofactors like magnesium that are needed and how to start with thiamine hydrochloride, very gentle and very slow onboarding, but eventually to get into benfotiamine and then to build it up to TTFD if people can. So there's all kinds of practical tips around that, how to bring that on board. I want to listen to that one. That's a rabbit hole that I've been dancing around. So thank you for pointing that one out. You'll love that one. And then we talked about a fun one is coffee being the top antioxidant food and all about my coffee clean coffee clean coffee because coffee can be such a trigger it's usually loaded with pesticides and mycotoxins um so much in coffee so how to pick a clean coffee and how to use that as an antioxidant source so even tips on for sensitive people getting that on board and we talked about working with food fears with Lauren Lax. And particularly if you've had so many food limitations, 
how to befriend your foods. Mm-hmm. One of the tips that came out of that was actually doing limbic work on the food you're going to try and feeling mm-hmm. safe with the food and just stepping mm-hmm. out of that, that this food's going to trigger me and stepping into this food is healing, food is a friend. And that was just a wonderful talk. And the last one I'll share here, I could go on for way too long, but is um, <laughs> we talked with Trudy Scott about working with anxiety. And one of the things that I really picked up that I've been bringing into the practice is putting tiny bits of GABA under the tongue, just little, little bits and little, little bits of 5-HTP and really letting it absorb under the tongue, just swallowing it. And you do want to mm-hmm. find one that doesn't have a sorbyl palmitate in it because I tried that and it's way too tart and it can't. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. We've got actually a summit resources page for people they'll get when they sign up for the summit and they can get links to all the products and things people talked about in their talks. What an amazing, you know, collection just there. And that wasn't even your whole interview roster. I know that you, how many, how many interviews are in this summit? I think we have 48. 48. Wow. I think we have 48. So it's, it is too, it's too much to try to listen to it all in one day. So if people are really drawn to it, if you resonate with it, the recordings are so affordable. I mean, it's way, way less than a doctor's visit to get the whole summit and you get the transcripts. You can search the transcripts. It'll be in your library. You'll use it for years. Yeah, I agree. This is cutting edge information that will have a longevity for years to come. So I think it's definitely a worthwhile investment. And I really enjoyed being part of the summit and two of the interviews that I did and contributed was um, one with Julie Schiffman, who's a dear friend, and she works with emotion code and body code and tapping. And we actually do a tapping exercise so people can um, have that in their library or do that um, during the um, the week um, to really help um, have a tool that they can do and bring into their practice how to really calm their nervous system when there's such this dialogue going on when you're trying to heal from um, a really challenging paradigm where you become afraid and fearful of things that there's because yeah. there's so many that made you sick. There's such a trauma underneath that. So I'm hoping that's helpful. And then I got to also interview Dr. Diana Driscoll, and she talks a lot about the vagus nerve. And I've been using her supplement para plus for years and how it really is a wonderful um, tool for um, engaging parasympathetic activity and um, supporting acetylcholine and the synapses. And I don't know what kind of B1 is in there. Um, Beth, I'm going to look because I haven't looked at that. Specific it's the hydrocortical. It's that's what I thought. I didn't want to HDL, but that's perfect because that's what I was thinking. Yeah. sensitive people out of water. I use it a lot too for people okay. dealing with that vagal signaling constipation. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. I, I do that too. That's fun. We, we use it in a similar way. So, no, this is just, um, again, such an amazing highlight of my year working with the both of you and doing my small part and getting this information, you know, out to the world. And I couldn't think of a better ringleader for this event and the mm-hmm. collaboration with all of you. And I'm just so excited um, to get this out here October 18th. And we'll have a link in the show notes. Um, so if you are listening to this on the run, just go into the show notes. I am also, Beth, would love for you to share the URL if you have that at top of mind so people can go and join the summit that way as well. 
Okay. Well, there's a couple ways. So you can do MAST, M-A-S-T as in Tom, C-E-L-L 360 slash reverse. So that's one way to get to the summit. And then I know you're going to post a link in the show notes and that'll be your link. Um, so people can register under you too. Yeah. I just want people to, you know, they're wanting to learn how to get there. So I want to give them a few options just again, the show notes, but if you're good with remembering things, <laughs> you know, that's, that's where to go as well. And then it goes live October 18th, 2022. Um, okay. and it, it airs live, um, and for free for how long? It'll be for seven days. So October 18th through the 24th. And I want to right. tell people about two other special things that they're going to get when they register okay. and get access to two Q and a sessions. And nice. I know that Dr. Tom's going to join us. I wanted to check in with your schedule when we wrap up here and see if you have time to join us for the Q&A session. So if you have questions, we'll do our best to answer them. We can probably answer most that are general Mm -hmm. questions. We can't do in-depth. Don't send us your whole case, please. And um, because we can do that in a Facebook Live. But um, general questions that come up, you're going to have opportunities to get those questions asked. That you And you don't see that a lot in summits. Um, yeah. So you'll you'll see those dates multiple times in the many presentations if you jump on those. But I want to let people know that there's going to be one October 20th, so Thursday night of the summit, and that will be at 5 p.m. Eastern. And then there will be one October 24. That's a Monday, and that's at um, 2 p.m. Eastern. So mark those on your calendar. Also, and once you sign up, you're going to see those dates multiple times as well. If you didn't catch that. And the other thing, too, awesome. is when you do register, you know, there's a lot of cool bonuses. I was just thinking, like, ooh, like yeah, implementing a lot of the, the stuff that the speakers talk about. And I know that particularly, like, in the bonuses that I've provided, it's just these little things that you can start to use at home on a regular basis, you know, that will help sort of you put into action all the work that we've done in the summit. And there's a lot of people have been very generous with that, too. So there's a lot of you know, extra little bonus things for you as well. Cause it's all been about that healing experience and giving you the tool, you know, tools that then you can utilize when they're appropriate for you. Yes. We've got things on salicylate intolerance, how to onboard supplements when you're sensitive, things on histamine intolerance. You've got a, a 10 minute stress relief meditation. Yeah. It's like, I was like, I, what do I need the most in my world? Well, I get wound up sometimes and I'm like, if I could only just have a 10 minute oasis in Hawaii or Fiji or something right now. So I created that and it, it's, it's really fun. And then also like one of the things that I found is that sometimes it's hard to dive into a whole program, but I need something now. So we have a relax and reboot where we have three exercises that we walk you through. Find the one that works, but they're ones that you can use and it's a little effort each day that gets you really moving forward quite quickly. So just, and there's so many other pieces, right? So, so definitely mm-hmm. just go ahead and, and go to one of those links, register for the summit. You'll get all that information and then you'll be getting the bonuses as well, right? Exactly. We've got over 30 bonuses in there, all these little checklists. So you, that'll be in your library. You can use those for years to come. Maybe we'll have to make one of the Q and A's, which, which one to open first and how to use the bonuses. <laughs> Start with the meditation. So much info, right? In the sensitive people one, but yeah, so much great info. 
you get your PhD in mast cell after the summit, you know, <laughs> like it's incredible, you know, for not only the patient, but the clinician, I think, you know, as well. So, well, um, it's really, you know, I was thinking about it. It's really the price of maybe two to four supplements to own the whole summit. It's, it's just so affordable. Yeah, I know that's why I know um, we all are very busy people working with patients and running our, our lives and our practices and our businesses. And it is a feat of time and energy to put these things together. And, you know, all of us do this out of, you know, just the passion for this work. And so we try to make it really affordable and accessible because not everyone can come to our practices for lots of reasons. So I know that's, you know, big part of putting this all together. So yeah, yeah. thank you both. And I guess as we just wrap, you know, I want um, people to just hear about like where they can find out about your individual practices or your URLs or anything else you want to share in closing. Tom, you want to share yours? Oh, Tom, sure. you go yeah, first, um, Tom. Sure. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. um, my clinical practice is Origins of Health. So conveniently, originsofhealth.com. And you can find out all about what we do there. And um, coming out uh, in the not-too-distant future is our Thrive with Lyme Blueprint, which I'm really excited about, which basically applies a lot of the principles that we've been talking about here, um, you know, in the Mast Cell Summit um, with the word Lyme. But really, it's just the same thing it's that we've been talking about, that theme of empowering you to be able to live your greatest life and heal as quickly as possible. So. Thanks for having me. It's just such an honor to work with both of you so closely on this. And it's just the movement that we're part of and shifting the, the, the energy and raising that vibration on the planet is just, it's been such an honor. Mm, thank you, and I just want to share, you're so humble, but Tom is one of our Lyme practitioner extraordinaires and was the past president of iLabs. And um, I know Tom from our Neil Nathan mentorship and and mm-hmm. uh, incredible information that he has. And then you can find us at mastcell360.com. So it's Amazon Mary, A-S-T as in Tom, C-E-L-L 360. We've got all kinds of blog posts and free resources. It's really oriented for sensitive people. Um, we've got a lot on salicylate intolerance, histamines, oxalates, lectins, tons of delicious recipes. Um, I'm a little bit of a foodie, so that was part of my healing was as I had all these intolerances to find how to eat well and eat uh, really tasty food. And then Christine, I want to share this out with a lot of people who may not be in your circle. Can you tell people about your work and how to find you? Beth, you're so sweet. So my you know website is drchristineshoffner.com. So that's just kind of where you can find out more about the po- podcast and past episodes and uh, what I'm up to. And then I have a practice in Seattle. I have a team of wonderful practitioners I work with and we do a lot of telemedicine these days and uh, we also have a wonderful um, in-person experience that people can come to Seattle Washington to experience so that clinic is called Eminence Health and that's I-M-M-A-N-E-N-C-E health.com that means the divine within and so we are honoring that as part of our practice and our facilitation of um, being part of the journey with you. So thank you, Beth. And I think this was a total dream team to do this together. So thank you both for getting on the podcast. And we're excited to share this with as many people um, as possible at this time. So thank you. Thank you. you. And thank you all who are listening for, for joining us and being part of this journey with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. 
Thank you all for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner, and I hope you enjoy today my guests, Beth O'Hara and Dr. Tom Moorcroft. And please sign up for the reversing mast cell activation um, syndrome and uh, histamine intolerance summit. It's going to be a wealth of knowledge. Please um, gather that for your library. I'm going to be on some of the live Q&As, and I hope you have a beautiful day.